because this is such a special day for me and my family. And um, I felt like it's a time to be thankful to God for everything that he's done. Many times we take things for granted. And sometimes the very little things we consider little. And we don't realize that without those little things, life will be different for us. And so we really need to know how to be thankful to God for everything that he's done for us. Um, I'm going to ask you to stand. I always want to do this um, because I I figure that this is a spiritual life that we're living for God right now. And uh, every word that we say is so crucial. I want you to know this. People, your words matter to God. And everything you say from your mouth, He's listening. And He's recording. Your words are so important to Him. So, I need you to say these words with me from Isaiah 50, verse 4. Say it from the heart. And say it to him and mean it. This is actually a prophecy for our Lord Jesus Christ. But it was recorded for us. So that when you say it from the heart, God touches your heart with his spirit. Because God's word and his, the spirit, they are one. They bear witness. So say these words with me. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned. That I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. Please be seated. If you wondered why people don't listen and don't go to church and they seem not to bother them, Because your ears haven't been opened. There is no one that will hear from God and really hear his voice. Not read the letter, but really hear God's voice. When you hear his voice, you are bound to obey. You can't but obey. When Isaiah heard his voice in Isaiah chapter 6, he heard that voice. Whom shall I send? And he said, here I am. He was already a prophet. But only after he heard his voice, that his ears were opened. And his lips were touched by God to proclaim the words that bring freedom to men. Amen? So today I want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving because I I want us to, to leave here real quick. Um... The Bible tells us in Psalm 92, verse 1 and 2, it says, It is a good thing to give thanks to God, 
It is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises, which we've already done, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. Notice, it's not a good thing for God. When the Bible says it's a good thing to give thanks, it's not saying it's a good thing for God. It's a good thing for you. It is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to His name. It's good for you. God needs nothing. God has everything. After the death of our Lord Jesus Christ, God satisfied. Jesus said, it is finished. He completed the work. God's no longer angry. God's full of joy. He's a happy God seated on the throne and he's being worshipped. So it is a good thing for me to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises. To his name. And to declare his loving kindness in the morning. Let me tell you this. When you declare God's loving kindness upon your life. Then goodness and mercy follow you. Throughout that day and every day of your life. So you have to declare it. You have to declare God has said, goodness and mercy, follow me all the days of my life. Well, that sounds good. No, God wants you to declare every day His loving kindness every morning. Before you live in your time of prayer, for the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. You declare it every morning. Have you ever tried that? You won't know what God meant by, what he's, by saying this until you try it. When you begin to do this every morning, I guarantee you things will begin to change. Many of us don't do this. We read the scripture and we say, well, that's nice. But God is looking for obedience. He's giving us a, a word here. He's giving us a revelation, an insight. He's telling you, you need to do this. And you do it, not just in church, but at home, with God. And as you do this, I guarantee you, things will change. Especially in the areas where you're struggling. God will begin to put his finger. You know, you have to remind yourself, God is. I know there is a God. If, you, if I'm sleeping real deep and you slap me and you say, well, right, good luck, is there a God? Oh, the answer will come really fast. I know there is a God. I know there is a God. Uh, you know how I first really realized that God is? When I heard a demon speaking through somebody. That was the first lesson for me. I said, oh, uh, if this is true, just like the Bible says, then there must be a God. There is a devil in the world. It, it shook me. In those days, I used to be so scared. Wow, the devil is after people. I wonder what he's planning for me. 
I needed a place to hide. Amen. And I ran to Jesus. Man, I can't deal with something I can't see. I can't see the devil. And yet we believe he's very powerful. But when you declare his goodness every morning and you give him thanks, he says it's a real blessing when you sing praises. He is the most high God. And he can lift you up. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 says, In everything, in everything, give thanks. Notice it didn't say for everything. Hello? Uh, there are things I don't want to give thanks for. Oh yes. When it's going bad, I don't say, God, I thank you for my troubles. No, that's wrong. Okay? He didn't give you the trouble. But in that trouble, still give thanks. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You want to know God's will for your life? You want God's will to be complete in your life? Give thanks. It's God's will for your life. If you are in Christ, he wants you to constantly give thanks and think about who he is. In my life, I think about it. God, I can't believe you've done all of this for me. I know of friends that I grew up with, they are gone. They've been gone long. They have nothing. They had nothing. They left. They're gone. But I'm still alive. Sometimes we don't realize how good, how God, good, how God, how good God is to us. You think you're something special? That's His love for you. Many times I watch and so on television, you see just lives being wasted. Humans just like me. No difference. I could have been born in that part of the world. I had no choice about it. But God allowed me to be here. You think that's your power? His loving kindness. His loving kindness towards you. If you hit yourself and think God has forsaken you, think again. He loves you dearly. And until you change your mind about him, things will continue to go south. South. But if you change your mind about him and continue to love him and say, God, I don't understand all of this, but I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank God. I mean, I went on this message because of my wife. I didn't know what today was going to look like. But in my days at Texas A&M, when we went for, pray, for prayer, I got up with my friends, my Nigerian friends and American friends. We had prayer meeting in all of full, full house. And we were storming heaven. Oh, in those days. Until now. We were praying, prayer warriors and all of that. And they would ask for my need. What do you need? Good luck. I, I didn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> hey, stop laughing at me. <laughs> So I'll say to them, uh, 
I need a wife. And the brothers were really nice. They would take a, a, a chair and put it in the center of the room and say, Brother, good luck, you sit there. And I'll sit and they will gather around me. And then they will be storming heaven. God, give him a wife. God, give him a wife. <laughs> Thank you, brothers, for praying. This is wonderful. The next week, I'm back again. We have a Bible study. And, and, and they say, everybody tell your prayer request. And I put my hand up. I need a wife. <laughs> and they'll get the chair again to the middle. Sit down here, brother. Good luck. And then they will be storming heaven for me. I said, God, you got to hear this prayer. This is wonderful. <laughs> Amen. And I'm going to be telling you a story of my life. I was very thankful to God. God brothers that pray for you from their heart. And some of them, when they pray, they pray with passion. Give me my wife. God. Oh, God. I said that prayer has been answered, brother. It's wonderful. Please don't laugh at me. It's okay. I'm okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, this brother came to me. And he said, uh, good luck. Remember I said, you have to participate in your own miracle, right? I wasn't participating. I was enjoying the prayer. Pray for me, brothers. Pray for me. Fast for me. And the brother said, hey, um, I knew of a girl in Nigeria. And uh, she has some kind of testimony just like yours. I said, really? He said, uh, I'm going to give you a number, okay? I said, yes. Any number we do right now, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm, I'm desperate. You guys have been praying. Any number is good enough. Just give me that number. And he gave me the number. Are you guys bored with my story? Okay, I got to tell these stories, will not I said, give me that number. He said, you're going to call her? Oh, I'll call her. I'll call anything. No, I'll call her. <laughs> and uh, I got the number. He said, please, if, we, if, if you don't feel led, you know how Christians always feel led, you know? When they don't like something, they say, I don't feel led by the Lord. <laughs> Why don't you say, I don't like? That's easy. Why do you have to put it on the Lord? You just don't like, I mean, be real. That the Lord has just told me that that's not... No. He said, if the Lord, he's being spiritual. If the Lord doesn't speak to you about her, you can let go. I said, thank you, brother, for that freedom. I'll do that. So I started calling Angela for about a year. We talked on the phone. And uh, we, we're not talking about dating, just scripture stuff. Uh, if you know me, you're around me. Once you mention uh, one few scriptures, I'm out with you. We are already good friends. So we talked about scriptures. But the funny thing is I didn't know what she looked like. And we had been talking for months. Don't do, the, do it the way I did it. That was terrible. But we had been talking for months. And uh, I didn't even... And she said to me one day... I've been talking, we laugh, we joke and all, but I don't even know what you look like. You don't really want to know what I'm 
I said, oh, yeah, you're right. And I said, uh, uh, I'll send you my picture. Yeah, fine out. So I look for a nice place to take a real nice picture, you know. I mean, I got to look good for this lady, you know. <laughs> I didn't tell that child to say anything about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I took that picture, real nice one, selected the best one, you know, to impress. And I mailed it by faith. And uh, Angela got it, and she, we started talking about it. She said, uh, oh, can I say she's lighter in uh, tone, skin tone than myself. Oh, you real dark. I said, yeah, that's the way we got. <laughs> when I smile in the dark, all you see is my teeth. <laughs> okay. Many times I'm blushing, but nobody can tell, you know. Okay. <laughs> you guys can have fun on my, at my expense, okay? It's fine. And uh, we discussed that, and uh, said, I said, can we go on to something else now? You've seen my picture? Let's talk about the spiritual things. And then I forgot. In those days, you send a, a, a letter to Nigeria, you got to wait for a month and a month and a half before the reply comes. And I was waiting. I wish we had, uh, what do you call it, email? <laughs> email, and they just shoot a picture out, and then that, that would be it. But I waited for a month and a half. And I had been talking to Angela for that month and a half, and I wasn't thinking picture. I was back to my old self, not thinking about who I was talking to, just like, enjoy talking to this lady. That's how God works. Amen? I was comfortable, even though I didn't know what she looked like. I was happy just to be talking to her. And then all of a sudden, I got this mail from Nigeria, and no return address. And I knew there was a picture in there, and I'd forgotten. I was thinking, who's sending me a picture? What's going on here? You know, you get junk mails, right? And you throw them all out. If you have a mail from the United States, that's a good mail. But one from Nigeria, that's a real good mail. Good one. This is from Nigeria. And I tore it open, and I saw this picture. And I said, oh, my God. What's the matter with this girl? I don't know who this is. Why is she sending pictures? Why is a beautiful girl like this doing this? <laughs> and I said, well, what's going on? This, is, this woman is really pretty. Who is this? Who can this be? And I, I was reading the letter, but I wasn't really reading. I wanted to find out who the person's name was at the bottom. And it was Angela. 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 Oh. That, <laughs> hey. That's the girl I've been talking to on the phone. I'm going home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mission accomplished. No waste of time. Get out the money, buy the ticket. Get in the plane. Shaking, you know. Okay. And so God gave me a good wife. Amen. With thanksgiving, 
when you, in my mind, when you stay faithful, and I have not been very faithful compared to his faithfulness to us, but God remains faithful. And when we do those little things that he asked us to do, he blesses us. He blesses us. He walks with us. As I close, I want to tell you, apart from the fact that I rejoice that God is giving me a great family by his mercy, but what I rejoice in the most, apart from that, is that the word of God became a man. God became a human being. God actually came to this world and lived with us. In my early days, I thought, you know, like most people, Jesus was just a man. I heard the word, is a good prophet. But when I realized that this Jesus was the God that made us, I used to just fight against this thing that Jesus' blood was for our everybody's sin. I said, that's just one man. How can one man's blood be for everybody? That doesn't make sense. He could die for his family member, but not for the whole world. But when I realized that that was God himself, and people think it's, it's impossible, why would God become a man? Well, maybe you don't understand what love is. His love compelled him to become a man. He wanted to help us. And there was no way to help us. God said in the Old Testament, I was looking for somebody, a man, to bridge the gap, to stand in the gap. I couldn't find anyone. So I came myself. Read Hebrews chapter 10. He said, I come in the volume of the book. The volume of the book. It was written of me, O God. God actually lived with us. It doesn't matter how he looked. He had to come some way. He came among the Jews. That's how he chose. That's not my business. But I do know that God came in the form of a man. Jesus was very clear. If you say Jesus is a good man, why will a good man lie about himself? How can he be a good man lying about himself? He said, I and God, we are one. If you have seen me, you have seen God. That's what he told Philip. Why are you asking to see God? Don't you realize I am, the fa- I am in the Father and the Father is in me? If you see me, you have seen God. Why are you asking to see God the Father? So that was God. When I realized that, that Jesus was the same God that came to us. He has to come to some family. I don't have any business. I can't choose for him. But he came. And the Bible says, he dwelt among us. He was one of us. And now in heaven, a man is sitting with the Godhead. There is a man right there. That's why there is hope for us. Because there is a man sitting between the Holy Spirit and the Father. He he looked just like us. So every time we come 
In his name, we are received. That's why I'm so grateful to God for Jesus coming into the world. That without Jesus, I'm not sure I will ever meet my wife. Never. I'm very grateful. He came for us. He came to die for us. Jesus died for us. Acts 20. He says it very clearly. To feed the church of God that he purchased with his own blood. And the scripture, Jesus said, and the scripture cannot be broken. That's what God said. No matter what you've done, because Jesus took your nature, your physical being, he will accept you. God has no choice but to accept you. Jesus prayed to the Father. Before he went to the cross, he said, you give them to me. I'm giving my life for them. So that you can become a family member with God. That's the greatest joy. I have my family. But now, I'm also a family member with Jesus. And Romans chapter 8 says we are joined heirs together. I'm a family member with God. Jesus, Jesus said, That which is of the flesh is flesh. That which is of the spirit is spirit. I have been born of God. By his spirit. Not by blood. The Bible says in John chapter 1. Not by blood. Not by the will of man. But by the will of God. You can be born into God's family. And there is no greater blessing for any man in this world. Than to get to know God. Many times I think as I I close. If you live here long. Maybe a hundred years. They are the most. I believe there is eternity. If you don't believe that, you got to explain why you dream. You are asleep and you are in a dream. Sometimes if you have a horrible dream, you wake up sweating, right? But you were not running. Because you are a spirit being. You never die. This is just your house. You're going to live forever. Question is, are you a family member with God? You're going to go home with, to be with him, with your father, and live with him forever. You're going to live somewhere. Where are you going to live when you die? When you vacate this world, where are you going? Would you be traveling to a long distance, and you know you're never returning back, and you never prepared? No preparation for your life over there, you're not coming back. That's not wise. You're going somewhere. If you are born in this world, you will die if Jesus tarries. Now, if you don't know, I know where we're going. But if you don't know, I'm going to ask you, where are you going when you die? You think it's just going to be nothingness? Maybe it is. But what if it's not? When you die and it's not that way, what would you do then? You're going to come back to the world and prepare again? You don't have the choice, the chance to do that. This is the time to make that arrangement, to get prepared. And God wants you to prepare today. I wasn't born a Christian. I made a choice to follow Christ after I saw the evidence. And I've been with him 
probably next year will be 40 years. I no regret. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. The confidence that I feel in life and the lack of fear of going into the other world is priceless. And you can make that decision today and let Jesus come into your life and give him thanks for what he's done. Do you know why people will go to hell? Because God gave everything and they were not thankful. They never said thank you. They lived for themselves. And God saying, you know, I gave this awesome son of mine. And you ignored it as if it was nothing. What are you going to do? Today you can make a decision to come to Christ. All eyes closed today. And heads bowed. You want to make a decision for Christ today. All I ask is for you to raise your hand before the Father and say, God, I just want to be a member of your family. Oh, I've been a member of your family, but I haven't been doing things right. I want to come to know you better. If that's you today, all you have to do is lift up your head and mean it from your heart and see what God will do. At the count of three, I want you to lift your hand up and I'm going to pray for you. One, two, three. Place your hand up. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. Thank you. I pray that I pray that you meant business today. Because your life will never be the same. God will be so close to you. It may not be a faith that you have welcomed before, but followed through with this faith. And God is going to reveal himself to you. I have no doubt that Jesus is the Son of God. Because he's shown himself to me. Stand up with me today. As we all say this prayer before God. And I'm going to instruct you. There is a portion of the card here. It says, my decision today. Just check out what your decision is in the connection card and put it in the offering. I want to send you some material in the mail that you can start studying. And in studying, you will get to know God better. And we're here to help. But feel that. Check it out. My decision today and put it in the mail. But let's pray to God before we do that. All eyes closed. Your prayer today is going to be very important in heaven. And God will hear you because he's listening to every single conversation. Say with me, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Son into the world. Thank you for giving Jesus to me. Today, I welcome Jesus, the Son of God, into my life. Lord Jesus, save my soul. Write my name in your book of life. Thank you, Lord, because I believe that you have heard me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this is one thing I want you to do. The Bible says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, 
you will be saved. I just want you to do one thing for me. Shake your neighbor's hand and say, you know, I am a member of God's family. Can you do that? Just shake somebody's hand. Let them know and greet one another. I am a member of God's family. I am. And I am one. Thank you, Jesus. I am one. Yes. When you confess it, it is established in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give him a clap offering. Thank you, Jesus, for new family members. Thank you, Jesus, for new family members. Your life will never be the same. All those bad feelings, the feelings of depression, I'm commanding them to live your life today, and God's going to be showing himself strong on your behalf. He'll fight for you. Please be seated. We have to take our offering. Please uh, lock the door. Make sure nobody leaves. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. If you need a, an offering envelope, please receive. For our guests, you don't have to give, but if God touches your heart, we'll take it as well. But really, Jesus receives our offerings from us and worships the Father with our offering. For me, it's a great joy.